0: This week, we talk about Spider-Man's Into the Spider-Verse and the brand new Aquaman solo feature film. Stay tuned.
1: Hello and welcome to another awesome episode of The Last King Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Tom. I'm eccentric,
2: Tom. <laughs> sorry i want to be the one who steps on someone's introduction this time around. no
1: no it's okay we're actually on par of course so yeah we forgot our third person and, no, I, and
0: I'm, I i'm the amazing
1: Shafiq. <laughs> oh
0: the amazing Shafiq now yes and me.
1: okay and in case you couldn't tell we are going to be talking about a lot of awesome comic book films hopefully they're awesome a after lot we've done like two reviewing and checking them out uh, two, two 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 awesome comic book films which, which
0: movies, came yeah. out in pretty much the same time to close off the year and it wouldn't be The Last King Podcast unless we mention how much we love Infinity War. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, and how much we love comic, comic book, book movies. movies.
2: Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a legitimate slip or did you just want to mention Infinity War again?
0: I, we need the SEOs, Bruce. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Every time we mention Infinity War, some reason, we just up our listenership. Hey,
2: that trailer though, that was <laughs> atmospheric.
0: Very good, yeah, yes. Yeah. And speaking of Infinity War and Spider-Man as a character, uh... No, no. We're going to be talking about
1: a lot about Spider-Man: Into the Spider-Verse, the Sony produced and directed film that and came out about two weeks ago, right? Did it two weeks, a week ago? So, or so.
0: Mr. Sony directed this movie too. Okay, okay, okay. No,
1: no, no. Sony <laughs> produced and directed by the Miller and Lord team and made by Lord Miller, Animation. right? That's the company team. Yeah. The they from who?
0: Sony Animation. Sony
1: Animation. Sony Animation,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sony Animation responsible for such films as...
1: Cloudy of a Chance of Meatball. Yes! <laughs> and Cloudy of a Chance of Meatball Part 2.
0: Did they do the Lego movie as well?
1: Uh, Leica? No, that is... The
0: a Lego movie, production. sir.
1: Oh, Lego movie, yeah. The Lego movie. Did they? <laughs> is that from Sony? I don't Maybe. think so. No, I, no.
2: I don't know who did that.
1: But it was the same Writers slash directors Who did I know the that's Lego why movie. I'm mentioning yeah. like
2: Maybe they have a track record With uh, Lord yeah, and
0: Miller Yeah, yeah okay yeah. I mean but Lord and Miller Are two people right It's not some dude Named Lord Miller No it's Phil That'll Lord be, no, And Chris Miller no, no, no. <laughs> Lord Miller is
1: actually The tag team duo You know like They call themselves Lord Miller Because of their surnames Interesting yeah.
2: And hey good to know That Disney still loves Sorry that Sony still loves them Because Disney does not Love them no more <laughs> They're from yeah. Disney? They're, they uh, were kicked off The solo projects
0: Oh I see Okay okay yeah,
2: okay Yeah
1: because okay. of A different direction And then ron howard took over and then yeah. the the lord miller team decided to just do the spider-man film and yeah i gotta say i really enjoyed the hell out of it what do you guys think of it
2: uh yeah i mean it's great it was an amazing movie it's, but the amazing spider-man
1: yeah it's the the
0: best animated spider-man movie i've seen this year that is <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that could i know i know that sounds,
2: that sounds really like high praise, praise or... yeah. out of
0: the one movie out of the one like animated Spider-Man movie that came out this year, this is the best one. <laughs> I,
1: would, <laughs> I think it's the only one that's animated. I think yes, I will yes, take this.
2: <laughs> I will take a step further and say that this is, for me at least, the best Spider-Man movie of all time. Of all time.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. I will say that this. I'm not a big fan okay. of the Maguire uh, First, Spider-Man. First, when did Spider-Man Two came out? Like 2000.
0: 2000-ish. Yeah, around 2004, 2005.
1: Okay. Maybe. From then till now, there hasn't been a really great epic Spider-Man film until this one came out. and yes, I'm actually counting uh, Spider Man homecoming. But
2: Homecoming is a good movie, it's just not an epic movie. It's
1: you know it I kinda want both. I don't know. That's just me uh, having very high expectations for Spider Man films. We're not having
2: that this argument again.
1: I know we're not, we're not. We're gonna have a little nice talk about Spider Man into the Spider-Verse. So I gotta ask you, Shafiq, since you're a really huge comic book fan.
0: And a Spider Man fan.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and a Spider Man fan, obviously. I mean I'm getting to that. (laughs) What was it that really piqued your interest about everything? Like, well, how was the flow like, and everything? Like, tell me the good things about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's
2: like four different questions you asked in one sentence. I'm impressed. Like, okay, sorry,
1: so fourth. <laughs> Let's go with the last question I
0: asked. Can I answer it in parts, or do you want yes, me to do can, all at the you same can. time? No, 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 I want it in essay in form.
2: I want introduction, three part conclusion. Why do I feel like Peter Parker? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, what piqued my interest was basically not just the trailer, but also curiosity because I was really curious to think. And see whether Sony, while still retaining the rights to the Spider-Man franchise, after the the, the mess that was the Venom movie, said, oh, what gosh. are they going to do with this one? And I was uh, pleasantly surprised, but also at the same time, I knew that it was going to be good. Like, nothing about the trailer or the hype surrounding it gave me any kind of signal that this was going to be a bad movie
2: yeah i mean the trailers were fun but because they were very frenetic you couldn't really like, pin down what the story was so i was just a bit worried that it was going to be a bit of a mess but yeah. what definitely got me thinking okay this is going to be good was the only good part of the venom movie was the five minutes clip of into the spider verse that we got at the end
0: oh yeah oh, okay which was the yeah. chase scene so, there has been two animated Spider-Man <laughs> releases.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess Venom <laughs> technically is an animated film, considering the whole CGI for the symbiote is animated. You, know, what? you know what's
0: also an animated Spider-Man? What? The Spider-Man in Infinity War. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's... Oh, yeah. All pure CGI. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's really the last cool. time
1: I will mention <laughs> Infinity War. <laughs> it's a good movie. I mean, we don't blame you. Well, yeah. 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 I it's mean, a very only, good movie.
2: <laughs> only three times in five minutes. I'm impressed. <laughs>
1: But something for a movie for a superhero book comic book movie that probably comes in arguably like maybe a close second or third, which we'll get to later on. I felt Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse definitely top fit the bill in terms of so really good comic book films.
0: In, it's in your top three of uh, all time. Let's see. Since the inception of comic book movies. No
1: no 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 no. I mean in terms of Spider-Man films. Spider Man film. Well, well there's right, been seven, so animated. it's very easy
0: for it to be in the top three. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you pretty just pretty need, much. need to be better than two Andrew Garfield ones the
1: <laughs> and re- the uh, really Spider-Man shitty 3.
0: Tobey Maguire one.
1: Which <laughs> isn't really that hard when you think about it. So it's yeah. Already yeah. In, in the top Although I will four. <laughs> still put this Spider Verse film just below Spider Man 2.
0: Yeah, I agree with Definitely. you. I will still think that in terms of Spider Man movies, because, I mean, why I, mean uh, why I mentioned animated was that, yeah, within that sphere, it's it's the one to beat. It it's at mm-hmm. a very high bar. And I'm really looking forward to see what uh Sony and the team of Lord Mill are gonna do with this. But in terms of Spider-Man movies, um like if you wanna do a direct comparison, what Spider-Man 2 does better is that it kind of is more focused on like, you know, creating the definitive live action Peter Parker and then totally shit the bet in part three. <laughs> but yep, yep. Yeah. let's not mention that ever again and then because it... Not only shit the bed, then in the next one, the next attempt, they ate the shit, and then they vomited the shit, and then they ate the we bed with the shit, yeah. yeah, and then they put Andrew Garfield in it. So and then Oscar winner Jamie Fox as elect, the shocker Electro? Oh. Electro, 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 In the second yeah. one. There's yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of electric villains for Spider Man. So I mean I mean why I mentioned curiosity was basically because Sony has been doing nothing but a lot of missteps since the yep. Tobey Maguire movies and it was very I would say I mean it, I will not blame people for being too cynical entering this mm-hmm. and I do kind of like there's a sense of like maybe they can take more chances or it's less risky if it's animated because mm-hmm. that's the, the, the conversation a lot of critics will have about this like oh it's just a cartoon it doesn't kind of like you know should be compared but that's where I would totally disagree is it not Yeah, <laughs> I it think is one of the best I ones. think
2: that that uh, mindset is slowly dying away as we've had like newer waves of mm. uh, movie critics like us <laughs> coming in <laughs> yeah, who yeah pretty much, pretty much who do uh, accept that you know often animated movies do amazing things for you know the entire movie uh, uh, pushing movies forwards where a lot of uh, live action movies cannot do the same Oh, that was really poorly worded.
0: I think what you're trying to say is it's easier to draw it than act it out and film it. Yeah, pretty (laughs)
1: much. (laughs) Yeah, this guy definitely can go toe-to-toe with most of the live-action stuff that I've seen. Yeah, And hey, I've cried to far
2: far more animated movies than I have to live-action movies in the last
0: five years. Yes, okay, cool. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, What have you cried to recently again? Coco. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Coco you guys are so sensitive yeah (laughs) but well um, I would say this also um, I also like the fact that they took a chance on just bringing the ultimate Spider-Man Miles Morales to the forefront Mm -hmm. instead of the tried and true Peter Parker and also like similar to Infinity War it took a very big risk by killing off Peter Parker (laughs) very early on and kind of And it didn't do it in a way that felt cynical to me. It didn't do it. just
1: made sense in a way. Like, you know, this Peter Parker had it all, and then to have this turn of events events happen, it kind of mimics the ultimate storyline where that Peter Parker died, Miles Morales took over, take over the reins, costume everything, with even his own special spider sense powers. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's actually what did get me interested was that because we have seen the Peter Parker story so many times now, four times
0: in this decade alone yeah which is
1: (laughs) it's crazy (laughs) in in the last 10 years
0: in the last 10 years we've seen Uncle Ben buy the farm too many times Yeah. yeah
1: we need something different you know and again just I mean don't do the whole I mean it's fine you have the great great power great responsibility line and everything but at the same time start with the origin story so I'm just happy that this film actually just focused on another character origin story everything never done in the cinematic um, you know styling yeah. and everything and it's, and, whatnot.
2: and it's not you know the tragic origin story it's not like oh death of a father figure well that did kind of happen with Uncle Iron, kind, kinda yeah I mean that, that's a spoiler but um, oh but, yeah spoilers for uh, yeah, but that's, <laughs> Spider-Verse but, but sorry. that's not that, that's a, it's a bit different because of like mm. what it means and it actually galvanizes a different kind of relationship with his father
0: yeah okay yeah
2: I but, mean and also I like just Miles Davis he's just a nice... Miles Morales. Miles, Miles Davis. Trumpet. I know. The well, it's, because, it's because his father's uh, last name is Davis, which uh,
0: Jefferson Davis. Jefferson yeah,
2: Davis. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Right. Why he chose his mum's surname? Whatever.
0: Because. Because why not? But why uh, not?
2: Like the fact that he's just you know a confident, like popular kid who's going around being you know public nuisance rather than you know nerdy uh, smart dude. That was you know it was a nice change of pace for that kind of you know Spider Man
0: well i wouldn't even call it a change of pace because what they're trying to do is establish alternate versions of this one character yeah. and also i mean thematically also like it was also brought up and i don't know if it's a spoiler or not because basically the one thing that like unites them all together that one spider thread is the fact that all these characters deal with loss in their own individual they ways. all had
2: someone that they were yeah. unable to save yeah. and that galvanized them to tried the very best that they could
0: even Peter Porker and I don't remember him
1: <laughs> I don't think they ever I don't say. remember the comics apart from <laughs> they don't you know, say the w- what it
2: is in the movie but I'm, like, pre-
0: I'm pretty sure he's sympathetic yeah yeah
2: <laughs> and yeah we talk about how there's not really an origin story here this is actually a movie of origin stories exactly we have six diff- seven different origin stories
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I mean obviously the bigger focus is still on Peter B. Parker, uh, Gwen, and also Miles Morales. Those are the three main focus, yeah. Yeah, for the storylines, and then everyone else was basically like, "Oh, they're along for the ride because they're all tied into the whole um, shattered dimension." Sorry, not shattered dimension. The whole uh, multiverse uh, plot plot going on. That was a And I
2: think it's Gwen. because like those three are kind of like right closer because Peter B. Parker is the Spider-Man who, I, like, kind of falls back on some bad life choices, and I kind of like you know, yeah. shapes how he becomes superior. and Gwen is he the same the age. He had the perfect life for a while and then, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gwen is the, the same age so, so that yeah. is helping him dra- drive along. Whereas, it'd be hard to make the main focus a Japanese schoolgirl with her father's robot suits.
0: Well, it depends on the script. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> but I would also say, I mean, I, I, don't in, I don't mean to be too cynical about it but at the same time, it's a template that works. I mean, oh, you, for sure. you need oh, yeah, Luke, yeah. Leia and Han mm. so, like, you can see, like, that, um, That trilogy or the triumvirate of characters? Triumvirate, yeah. Triumvirate would be a better word, I guess. Yeah. So it's like you needed the word. uh, (laughs) You wanted like an elder. Like you know, more kind of roguish character. Mm-hmm. Now the Han Solo type is definitely you know Peter B. Parker. Yeah. We have the kind of naive but kind of you know crisis of confidence character who needed to look within himself in Miles Morales, and uh, you know romantic interest <laughs> slash highly
2: competent female who's like literally dragging everyone else along with her. The Princess Leia. Yeah.
0: So yeah, there you yeah, go.
1: We played have played respectively by Jake Johnson, Shamik Moore, and Hayley Stanfield. Can I just like, say among all the three, who's who's your favorite? I'd say
0: Haley Steinfield. Three. I kind of like Peter B. Parker because there are moments where, like, it sounds like Charlie Day is voicing this it guy. It does sound a bit like Charlie <laughs> yeah, Day, <it> does. And,
1: <laughs> and I Jake thought, Jake Johnson, Charlie Day. I think it's like separated from birth. I guess I don't know. Like they—they they sound
0: th- like the same guy. Same yeah, voice.
1: Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. It's like, wait, isn't that a guy from *It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia* voicing Spider-Man? Oh no, wait, it's a different guy. Yeah.
0: And, and also, uh, I would say for a Spider-Man film, and mm-hmm. I'm comparing all of them, this has the best villains. Yeah. All of them ah, yes, yes. are actually, ext- uh, I wouldn't say relatable, but like, Wilson no. Fisk himself, uh, Mr. Kingpin. He's got a nice tragic uh, story origin story arc, as yeah. well. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was actually done really quick and effective as well during yeah. that time in one of the middle scenes and everything. Yeah, would, like, just a quick I cut. I'd say you know? the
2: plot twist with uh, Dr. Octopus was... I did not see oh, that coming. right? Livia. Yeah. Uh, Livia. I, L- I, I, I saw it coming. Did. Well, okay. But the thing is, I wasn't aware that there was a female Doc Ock in oh, okay. the comics. So, uh. it's like oh oh okay sure but the fact that she was like this kind of like batty friendly scientist like oh no she's still evil she just looks like your uh
0: female. she looks like mayim bialik from uh big bang theory All oh, right, <laughs> yeah. awesome yeah
1: she does she looks look like, like an evil version of Blossom. she looks like
2: that yeah. vegan uh postdoc uh, postdoc uh, teacher's assistant <laughs> that you have to deal with Okay,
0: okay. But also, at the same time, a uh, very good masking of a character reveal right there. Oh, yeah. Because you didn't see that coming. I mean, like, th- when you said you didn't see that coming, it's like, yeah, uh, that made sense to me. Whereas, like, I was very much aware that she's a villain, but I was trying to guess which one.
1: Which one, yeah. It could be Vulture, of all you know, because of yeah. the green she had, you know. Oh, Not yeah. just that. Because
0: the thing is, I thought she would be Lizard. Because basically, ah, you, know, uh, yeah, okay. you know, like, okay, which one is she? Because, like, it, somebody who's too nice is usually... Like, I mean, I've seen a lot of films, like, yeah, they're setting this up for something. Oh, of course. Who is this going to be? And then, like, when it was, uh like, you no know, female dog I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah, <laughs> I like this cool. a lot. Speaking of... uh, villain... You know what
1: I wasn't expecting as well? Yeah. Mexican scorpion. I was
0: not well, expecting
1: he's part him part of that it would be a henchman. No, I'm, I'm not sure. He is he's part, part of, of, of the universe.
2: universe. Uh, he is oh. he's a Mexican um cartel leader, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. yeah, I didn't know speaking that. Of, okay. uh, speaking of villains we like, uh, good job on having Prowler in here.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Prowler definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. Prowler, I mean, but probably is a plot point.
2: Pralo, Prowler, is a plot point, but it was just it was nice because I'd only just become aware of him, so it was like, I know who this is, without having to back like, have to like furiously search about him later.
1: And the... yeah, he was actually a prominent character in the Ultimate comic book line, so I was like, oh okay, cool, they brought him in. Yeah, mm. Mm. so I mean, you can it... actually put the pieces together when you read when you watch the show, and then you actually enjoy the fact that they actually executed it really well. Like even if you know how the story go went and that's why i appreciate about this film
0: i mean like you guys want to talk about like the the production quality and the animation itself too the animation it's
1: really good gorgeous
0: i i saw a lot of people who don't know
2: what the fuck they're talking about complaining online saying oh but it's so slow it's so choppy yes that's a stylistic choice kind
1: of mimicking um i okay okay i remember I, I keep thinking Guilty Gear for some reason, Xer, where they, may, they have it animated in 2D, in a way, but I mean it's all 3D. I mean, I, I think I it's mean.
0: choppy on a purpose because they want to give yeah. it a kind of a stop-motion feel, so yeah. it adds to the 3D. There's another anime uh,
2: where, like, all the characters are in 2D, but all the action is in 3D, and it's like mm, something similar. Maybe it's
1: Apple Seed. Appleseed did that maybe. same thing. Maybe, technique. and
2: also the it's action choppy. is at a faster frame rate compared to the characters trying to True try and like really that, like distinguish between the two no parts. but I
0: think it's more like a it's like a choice because of course it's an absolutely a it choice it feels more like they didn't want it to be like an animation that was too smooth because it does have a very kind of uh, marionette puppet vibe to it where you can kind of like um, it does feel like a 3D movie that was animated uh, physically you know what I mean like a stop motion movie like a stop motion movie yeah. and hey it does feel like some that, of the yeah.
2: best animated movies are stop motion movies so that's a plus in my book
0: Yeah, Yeah. like Kubu on the Two Strings or The
2: Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Paranorman, yeah.
2: Or uh, Cope's Bride
0: or... Or Team America. (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) 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 Those are actual puppets. Those are actual marionettes. Yeah, (laughs) those are actual (laughs) marionettes. Okay. Uh, But I would say also, um, what I really loved about uh, Spider-Man's Into the Spider-Verse is definitely... Um, the colour palettes they would use mm. to kind of uh, distinguish the different characters in the different universes.
2: Yeah, and I like how they made that a joke as well. Like uh, when Spider-Noir finds a Rubik's Cube and he can't oh see yes. any colours. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I'm interested in this. Yeah, like, I'm going to keep is this. this yeah. no. <laughs> is this green? No.
2: Is this green? No. Yeah, I
1: like that. And but...
2: also that uh, they really like upped uh, Penny Parker's anime style. Like when she's doing like the... She's literally a Powerpuff girl. Yeah. Yeah. Or she does yes. like... You know that annoyed anime face where it's like the tiny mm-hmm. slit eyes and like the way like star on the um, temple?
1: Yep, yep, that was there a lot. Gorgeous. Honest. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, props to Nicolas Cage for having a really good uh, second best uh,
2: people, uh, Nicolas Cage um, performance, performance, performance we've this had this year. year.
1: Yeah. Mm,
0: I would agree. And also at the same time, I also want to kind of bring up the fact that these action sequences are breathtaking, especially mm. if you manage to see this in the cinema. I would say that Into the Spider-Verse deserves to be seen in a theatre. You yeah. gotta, like, basically, you have to, you need the scale, especially. For sure. And I would say probably some of the best web swinging. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed thoroughly like, the mentorship scenes when like, uh, Peter Parker is training Miles Morales and it's like, thwip and let go, thwip and let go. Yeah. Like, that forest scene was like, uh, it was a great set piece. Yeah. The fight in Aunt May's apartment was also a great oh, set Oh, it was gorgeous.
2: Piece. And also, I just, This is a good point to mention I this is my favorite version of Aunt May because she's not just some helpless older lady who needs saving yeah she's a tough lady she's pretty much female Alfred
0: I still prefer Marisa Tomei because sex appeal because yeah Marisa (laughs) Tomei fuck (laughs) me right oh me too (laughs) definitely Marisa Tomei for the win Mm -hmm. Marisa Tomei still best Aunt May She seems age-appropriate. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so uh, speaking of age-appropriate, so um, what do you think about the relationship between uh, Spider-Gwen and Miles Morales? It didn't feel tacton or forced at all, right? No, it felt
1: yeah, like yeah. It was... I mean, there was no crazy romance subplot. If you don't know, you could there was hints of it, but I'm glad that it didn't actually go the full way for it. I mean, yeah. it's like, you, you met up with her, you know that she's from an alternate universe, and they have that whole buddy thing going on, which is nice. I mean, it was a very mentor, and then she...
2: mature relationship, and I think that it's good on them for not trying to force like a star-crossed lovers thing exactly and yeah, yeah. also good on uh, trying to force him to like say oh you you love this girl because she is kind of like you blah 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 it's like no, nah, she's just you know a cool chick and it's very clear that there's no interest and, beyond just like pure platonic uh, yeah interest. and wanting
1: to get her home and stuff you know because yeah, know, I mean, and they all will die if they stay in the universe and shit right and
2: it's kind of thing like you could see maybe something becoming romantic later on but for now they are letting like, that distract them from yeah. Yeah, getting shit done. Yeah, they,
1: they gotta build those building blocks too considering mm. this is the first of what could possibly be a ton of animated Spider-Man films the next few years. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, I'm wondering, like, with the success, the success of this movie, will there be uh, more Spider-Man films? And more importantly, will Sony still be able to hold on to the license?
2: I think they will because Venom also made all the money, remember? So, yeah. they're going to get... I think the they will money. in
0: China, right?
2: Yeah. Um, but they've already greenlit a sequel and I think they're also planning out a spin-off with Spider-Gwen where they're going to go down... All the others like Jessica Drew, Silk, a um, couple others that I'm not familiar with. I'm
0: just only worried that I don't want it to be too progressive because I don't want it to be like, oh, look, it's an all-girl, like, it's a gender swap of a Spider-Man story. Like, yeah. I really want them to make it, like... Their own story. Their own right? thing, yeah. You know, like, yeah. do it properly because Spider-Gwen, to me, is an interesting... Out of all the alternate timelines having Gwen Stacy, you know, watch Peter die and she gets bitten. It's like mm-hmm. and I love how that was it didn't feel like you know like when you watch like a like Batwoman, it's like it's just Batman, but now a girl. You know, yeah. It's like like she they... is it's she's her own fleshed out character. Yeah,
2: it's like yeah, it's yeah. the mistake that people make with She Hawk when they think, Oh, it's just a gender Hops hawk. No, she's No no
1: she's, she's completely different. She's just, a
2: very yeah. smart like uh, fantastic lawyer who also turns green and smashes shit <laughs> yeah, yeah no she's and always Phil green oh yeah when
0: she, <laughs> shit she doesn't turn green she's always green what, so
2: she goes into uh law like she wears the
0: suit with her green face yeah
2: oh uh, i would love to see someone try and like chat shit to her in court <laughs>
0: read her comics they're they're, they're actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh- amazingly entertaining legal paradramas
2: oh i'd yeah. love to see that <laughs> doesn't <laughs> she like uh marry luke cage in one of the comics
1: well, what was it Hercules she dated Hercules at one so,
0: point so um, oh. She-Hulk is a little bit of a, you know a flirty girl oh she's a very she goes around a lot she's, she's very independent
2: <laughs> hey I have absolutely no problem with that I got no
0: problem with that I mean yeah me too <laughs> if, if you got like a, a Herculean dick to be able to smash that go for it because hey, she smashes back. That's a woman who <laughs> needs a
1: lot of loving in the right way. I mean, she did Juggernaut at one point, so. Ooh! And he's
0: unstoppable. <laughs> yes. He's wearing protection on his head only, though. Yes. Anyway, boys. I'm
2: not imagining a Juggernaut from uh, Deadpool 2.
0: Mm, nah, not as entertaining. We should do Vinnie Jones. Oh, yeah.
2: I'm mean, a <laughs> Juggernaut, Jones, bitch. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, just gets beaten to help. <laughs>
0: Why are we talking
1: about the sex life of a uh, She-Hulk? Which because would be this an is the amazing podcast. It'd be an amazing yeah. movie. We should... will we so, at least we're still sticking to the same comic book universe. Sex in the, the she hawk brand, you know. Sexy Marvel. She-Hulk
2: movie. I am writing no, the treatment like, right now. Like Sex in the City, but Sex in the She-Hulk.
0: Sex in the She-Hulk. Cool. Just an entire line of uh, possible lovers. Ranging from um, Matt Murdock to that would have been Ant-Man. a really nice Netflix Ooh, TV series. Yeah. Ant-Man yeah. Is, I can fill you up, baby. <laughs> or not. <laughs> I can be microscopic too. Anyway, boys. Okay, uh, back Did to you... into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah,
1: Spider Gwen. Yeah.
0: Stop. She's underage.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's sixteen in this movie, dude.
0: Calm down.
1: So that, that should—that's so what that should be your feel, Tom, right? I mean, oh, like the okay. Why? <laughs> hey, what the fuck is this about?
0: Speaking of uh, untangling okay, webs, do you guys see
1: any flaws with these films by any chance? I mean, this. Spider-Man My film, only I mean... flaw
0: with Into the Spider Verse is that it should have come out a lot sooner. Okay, yeah. but also at the same time, I would also. It, is um. To be honest, this is. A Spider-Man movie that, if they had done it in live action, would have blown everybody away. Yeah, you know, it would. And I'm not gonna blame them because the choice of going animation can be both monetary, but also stylistic and artistic. Mm-hmm. Because I would think that if you were to do this live action and to have the same color palettes or the same like. I mean, you can't have the same kind of visual jokes as... You couldn't have that
2: kingpin in live action.
0: You could have. You've not big. seen D'Onofrio recently? I, I've seen D'Onofrio.
2: Like, he he's, he's a, not He's not that big. He's a he's square
0: man, but he's not like an actual cube. I mean, but what I'm trying to say is that, like, you know, you can do a lot of more aesthetic choices mm. when it comes to animation, especially in depicting the different styles of the universes. Yeah. Say, with uh, Peter Parker or with, you know, even, like, anime Spider-Girl, whatever. But also, at the same time, like... Um, they did a live-action movie of this, right? If they just trusted it enough, Ooh, people's yeah, minds would have been blown.
2: I think the third act would bankrupt the studio,
0: or m- <laughs> it make would, them yes.
2: a bajillion dollars. Yeah, well, they managed to kind of uh, Doctor Strange, so I'm sure of that.
0: True that, though, but that's Disney money. Yeah, yeah, but then again, Sony yeah, yeah. does have money. Sony
2: actually. does have money from their PS. Probably
0: not, to- not as much as sales. Disney, though. Yeah.
2: Oh no, there's there's money, and then there's Disney
0: money. I still think Sony money is quite strong. Oh, you have to Sony understand how much money they make from
1: all the TVs they sell. Yeah, peripherals. True. TVs. Like,
0: people forget. Like, people think that... Like,
1: Sony's
2: the like corporation, primarily.
0: Yeah, like, when people say that, oh, Sony's gonna go bankrupt because, like, Venom didn't do well, Uh, you do know they make PlayStations, right? Yeah. They're fine.
2: <laughs> uh, I think they're still making money from the PS2, somehow
0: because it's a great there system. Some places
1: yeah. That's where it's stock. Yeah. It's
0: still a, one of the best systems ever, but I would yeah. say this, um, how about you, Sandra Tom? What do you think is not say a flaw with the I Spider-Verse mean, movie, but the main
2: thing is nitpicks like sometimes uh like in the last the last uh segment was a bit too uh frenetic at some points. Like it became a bit hard to focus on individual things. And also, I would like to have seen a bit more of the other three um Spider-Man, like I mean, yeah. Jokes aside, I would love to see more spider ham because you know, fuck me sideways. This is a funny-ass uh, concept. But okay. you know, I maybe push a bit more about you know Spider Noir or you know, like pretty much having like the only chance we'll see a diva as a um, a solo movie because Penny Park is pretty much diva from Overwatch.
0: Oh, okay. I-, I was trying to understand that reference because when people say diva, I think either Beyonce. Or a wrestler, or, <laughs> or a female wrestler. <laughs> They're uh, called. D-bus. So I should
2: say D. Dot the, which is technically what is
0: spelled as. Just, just say, uh, just say must Japanese schoolgirl. Okay, ben. that's easier for me to catch. How uh, about you, uh, Mister Toffee?
1: Uh, it's pretty hard to find flaws with this film. I mean, again, the action. I mean, I might want to watch the film again just because maybe I just want to just watch the action, follow it through again, especially the last two action bits, but. So far, I mean, even like those bits where they actually take it low key and very emotional, like when Jefferson's talking to Miles Morales behind a door. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something that people can relate to in a way because it's like a troubled kid talking to a dad who's trying his best to get in touch with his kid. Yeah, I mean, not actually even. Actually, go that way.
2: Too, not even know? trouble, but like, pretty much any teenager has either had or needed to have that conversation with their parents.
1: I've, and it's really hard in this case yeah. because I mean, it's really hard to relate with people who have spider powers, except mm. for the multi-dimensional characters he just met and who strapped him on and stuff. It was you know, a nice so. way
2: to ground the story, where because it was starting to become quite, you know, meta in a way. So to have something which, but I think that's the point of the whole movie. Because of course that's the point of the movie. But yeah. I just to have that moment where it still becomes a story about a teenager trying to find
0: what he is good at quit essentially every Spider-Man story yeah,
2: yeah it's like just like by the way this is still a Spider-Man story we're not just going full on Infinity War before setting our roots
1: I would say I mean it's not it's clearly not original but at the same time I mean I'm happy with how this story folds out like from the beginning to like the complications of the multiverses mm. and all the way to the end where it you got your grab back kick-ass fighting scenes. I wouldn't even say it's
0: not original, but I would say more that uh, this Spider-Man movie actually manages to retell the the tragedy of Spider-Man and the great power comes great responsibility in six different ways in one movie and Mm. do each one, like, Spectacularly? Like thing, yeah. <laughs> do it. Amazingly? Do it justice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spectacularly.
0: Spectacularly, yeah. amazingly. What other prefixes? Superiors. Ultimately. <laughs> Superiorly, ultimately. Yeah, but also at the same time, like, um, I think. 616 Lee? I want this to be a TV show. I want this to go on every week I, for 20 episodes.
2: I, I need more of this.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with Tom that, like I want this I to like not that, just be yeah. a movie that, you know, they shit out every two or three years, but something that, you know, I mean, especially in the realms of animation and especially with something like a multiverse where you can really play with the different characters dimensions and like the best thing about Marvel stories is like once you incorporate you know Spider-Man from different universes you also have to kind of incorporate the m- the other marvel characters in different universes yeah. Yeah. i mean
2: just with spider-man alone there are a hundred iterations of that character plus
1: plus. and there's a ton of villains he has i think mean, i think i'm not sure who has a bigger uh rogues gallery batman or spider-man they're kind of equal
0: i would say spider-man spider-man still has a much larger rogues gallery like batman has the quintessential ones and a few side ones, but Spider-Man, I would say, in terms of quality, has... Volume, yeah. In terms of volume, because, you know, he fights Skrulls once in a while. Oh, yeah. You know, once in a yeah, while.
1: Doctor Doom was considered a Spider-Man villain at one point. Yeah, and,
0: as well. dude, Thanos was originally a Spider-Man villain. Remember the Thanos <laughs> copter? Yes, i oh, yeah. actually seen <laughs> <not>, uh, panel... <laughs> Like this, uh, this guy was a Spider-Man villain. The Punisher was a Spider-Man villain originally. Yeah, that was he, how he started, started as yeah. a Spider-Man villain. He, yeah. he was a Spider-Man like villain. So, like, there you go. I mean, I would like to see the the Punisher in the Gwen universe. Ooh. You
1: know? Oh, I like I like that version. Um, if you guys read the comics, you have. I mean, he's actually a cop in this one, right? He, a rogue cop.
0: Yep. Wow. Oh. I like that a lot. Like he he's actually an evil cop. So, oh that would be interesting ooh, actually. Ooh,
1: I want to see Matt Murdock in that Gwen universe cuz he's a bad guy basically.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: Evil Daredevil basically.
2: So, basically Daredevil without the Catholic guilt.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Like, I, can I with think that. he still has the Catholic guilt, but then but he's just like beating up
0: he doesn't beat himself up. He beats up other people. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. He takes it out on, you know. So he's people.
2: basically doing the Spanish Inquisition. In <laughs> <Coming Back 4.
1: laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. And also supports clients like the Kingpin and the mob bosses yeah. and whatnot. I mean, Complete opposite. Uh,
2: yeah. Not quite connected, but there's one thing I think we have to mention. Probably the best post-credits scene.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, remember. I missed it. I didn't the ground.
2: Basically, oh. it's Miguel O'Hara. He uh, develops a uh, thing to jump into new... Um, dimensions and he says I'm going back to the beginning so he goes to the 1967 animated uh, Spider-Man thing and he goes to and... that you seen that meme where the two Spider-Men are pointing at each other yeah I've seen it they recreate that scene oh that's cute yeah it's cute no no you're pointing at me first like oh you're pointing at me
0: but have you read the the multiverse books that has been re- uh, released recently
2: I have not read the only recent comic book run I've seen is Count
1: Kamala Khan
0: I mean like this is a bit something that me and Mr. Toffy would agree I want him to Meet the Marvel superhero Spider Man.
1: <laughs> ah, right, right, Where
0: he actually does like Maximum Spidey and he, you know,
1: like. Oh, NBC, yeah, yeah. That I want to see that
0: yes. version as well.
1: And also. Also the 70s Japanese Spider Man. Oh, yeah, huh? where yeah. With Leo Paro, he's, the robot. He's
0: basically a Sentai character. He's Because Spider Man is popular in Japan because he looks so similar to Power Rangers.
2: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: So I he that. has vehicles that transform into a giant robot as well. Because, sure.
1: (laughs) Because Japan's storytelling in terms of uh, live action stuff is like that. Because
0: Japan also has their formulas. Yeah. You know. know. More of that. (laughs) And also, at the same time, I would say... I would like to see them kind of... do all the different Mary Jane. Hmm. Definitely. Because the thing is, what I loved about this show especially is that very touching moment where you see uh, Parker B kind of practice apologizing to Mary Jane. But to the wrong Mary Jane. Well, it's... Alternate universe Mary Jane. It's the alternate Mary Jane, but also at the same time. It's like, I like the fact that, you know, something as quintessential and as pure as Mary Jane is, Oh, she's literally the same person throughout all the universes. Yeah. In a way, you know. But, eh, we'll see. I mean, would you guys enjoy it if they accidentally, like, you know, jump into maybe the andrew garfield universe and then they do a kind of who frame roger rabbit style thing where he's live action yet not as animated still yeah (laughs) if they could do it well where
2: they call like like, man you're so annoying
1: (laughs) you're such a hipster yeah Yeah, (laughs)
2: it's like you're not a bad spider-man but jesus christ peter like (laughs) grow the fuck up
1: (laughs) And then he meets up with a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Dude, stop crying. <laughs> it's like... How old li- are you? <laughs> yeah. Aren't you a old to be in high school? Like,
2: stop being with Mary Jane. This is getting creepy.
0: So, uh, maybe final verdicts on Into the Spider-Verse Boy,
2: Ooh, this is a solid 9 for me.
0: Well, yeah, I'll give it a B plus. Definitely. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, one of my favorite I'm, Spider-Man I'm, uh, movies. I like how you refuse to use a number system. It would be a 6.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. I... I don't know, man. I mean, I'll still put this like just below Spider Man 2, but still one of the yeah. one of the best Spider Man films I've seen for a long, since a long, long time. Yeah, we
0: just so want to see more of this. So
1: good oh, job, sure. Sony. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, don't shoot
1: the yeah. bed. Nine <laughs> out of ten for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be very generous this time around.
2: Speaking of being very generous, uh, we've got another helping of uh, superhero movies, comic
1: films, yeah.
2: And uh, let's go. Yeah, there was another movie which came out, which uh, I think none of us were looking forward to. But we're all kind of like wondering, is this gonna work? And or,
1: we're, or, or at the we were very indifferent about it. Yeah. yeah,
2: we're talking, of course, about Aquaman, Mr. Curry himself. Yes. Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, it came out,
2: and we saw it, and
0: you want to do initial
2: impressions? Yeah, initial impressions. Uh... <clears throat> My god, it was so much fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I fucking loved like... Aquaman, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I am predisposed not to enjoy Aquaman. Even as a comic book fan, I thought he was the lamest JLA character. And it's strange to see how a film managed to turn my opinion on a character that I have never really enjoyed for over 30 years and has convinced me to like, I think I'm an Aquaman fan now, starting I think from this. Off the this.
1: top of my head, the only cool Aqua based hero in the DC universe is probably still Aqua Lad from Young Justice. <laughs> but after watching this one, uh, Calderon, yeah, remember him?
0: The- I, no, I the don't remember He was him. a sidekick, but then he became his own thing. Oh, okay. Kind of like Superboy. yeah. Again. There's like a young, younger version of all these characters, actually.
2: Oh, yeah. I remember that was a trend. Because yeah. Robin.
0: After,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But after watching this. I'm kind of a believer right now. This is a really, really fun film, thanks to good old James Wan.
0: James Wan, the man who gave us Conjuring One, Conjuring Two, the original Saw, first Saw, yeah, the first Saw movie, and
1: Furious
2: Seven, which is probably the best Fast and <laughs> Furious movie, <laughs> which isn't
0: saying much. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh no, but they're they're fantastically stupid. I agree. But Great, great, great fun.
0: Yeah, and I will say this: like, uh, James Wan kind of surprised me because, like, when he was tagged on to direct this, I thought to myself, like maybe he's gonna do what he did with the, the Fast and Furious se- uh, series where basically kind of push the more goofy the more kind of over the top elements like he's the one who introduced the rock to the ensemble right or was that before no that, was that came out in I 5 thought it was seven. I thought it was 7 he's been around since 5 right? in
2: 5 he was their antagonist he joined them in, in the 6th one
0: hmm. but when was the time when the rock literally broke a cast off and punched through a door uh, that's 7 onwards right sure t-
2: I think... I think it's from the James yeah, one no, that, era. That was 7. That was 7 because so, like, he was yeah,
0: That's what I was thinking because like the James one era Fast and Furious is like, you have the rock kick people through walls now. Yeah. Like, you know, Vin Diesel can su- survive a building collapsing on him and that was like probably the moment I thought, you know, he should be directing superhero movies because he gets like, you know, how to do it in a way that allows you not only to suspend disbelief but in a way that's kind of enjoyable. Yeah. So seeing James one do this, I was... Um, I was not say I was hesitant but I was like curious as well because like I entered uh, Aquaman thinking to myself I mean I didn't hate the idea of it and to me it you know it kind of felt like after basically all the other attempts at creating the fucking
2: a... abortion that was JLA <laughs>
0: well, compared to the fucking abortion that was basically Batman vs Superman, yes. Superman. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah you know and then the thing is right they did kind of regain their momentum with the success of Wonder Woman yeah which kind of like you know it, we have our own opinions of that yeah, movie. yeah we know but i was also you can check out
1: episode from a few months oh, back a few years back a few years it's been back. a while yeah.
0: so i mean like all, all hope seemed kind of lost for the dceu mm-hmm. in general and then like the basic consensus is basically you guys should stop doing this let marvel do it and then something like aquaman comes along. And I think the most important thing you have to take in is the fact that this does away with everything it uh, the other movies are trying to do.
2: Which was all self-serious, sepia tones. Yeah,
1: super... You know, very dark storylines, trying to be mature. And in fact, yeah, you know what I mean? it been a fun show in the first place. And like the,
0: the problem is, like, the JLA the are actually some of the brightest and most colourful characters. The only exception being Batman. Batman yeah. is, out of all those guys, the only one... But- who can go really dark and grindy serious and it and serious. works
2: because he's so at odds with literally everyone else in the JLA mm-hmm. like everyone's like all bright and colourful and hopeful and kind of weird because half of them are aliens he's just like
0: my parents are dead like Bruce get over yourself like even Superman says my parents died too yeah. <laughs> you don't see me talking about it all the time <laughs> but then again um, he had a second chance with uh, uh, pa Kent and, Mar- and Martha Kent yeah. so well shit yeah. unfair
2: <laughs> Martian Manhunter lost literally all of his people yes he's... he is the
0: last of the yeah, Martians he's the last. and
2: he's he still he's has man. a smile on his face but then again he's not that emotional to begin with still yeah but at least he's not a fucking mopey bastard
0: speaking of mopey bastards what do you all think of the Aquaman origin story
2: I think that it's I mean it's a tale as old as time like you know Romeo and Juliet, lovers between two worlds was never meant to be yad and yad the dead doesn't die, die yeah cool
0: yeah
1: <laughs> that, that's the best part and
2: hey i'm very happy for Django fett like he's about being beheaded and he's come down to earth and uh managed to bang nicole Kidman.
0: you're gonna go with that why not <laughs> sure because i
2: forgot what other role she's been
0: in yeah he's well his first movie was amazing once Were warriors this new zealand flick uh last game fans do check it out it's an amazing story oh, yeah. about there's some
2: fantastic underground new zealand movies
0: it's not underground. Well, I mean,
2: not. underground comparatively like worldwide.
0: Yeah, but uh, dude, they did well in Cannes. I'm sure they did. And it's like, yeah, definitely. It's nice to see Jake the Mus, play <laughs> Aquaman's dad and somehow uh, Warner Brothers also has the technology to young up people apparently. Yeah, and <laughs> they, do, they do. It wasn't yes. terrible looking. Yeah, I, I would say like, you know, I thought it would be like very uh, Disney proprietary stuff
1: like, oh, they, they can do it too. So, it's, it's not completely distracting at the very least, and I'm glad they kept it, you know, just really just a prequel, I mean, that, I mean just the origin that's story. That's one
2: thing which I would give props to this movie, and I know about this because I went to see this at the ILM screening, yeah. because they all worked on it, and I found out that every scene underwater is just like pure CGI it has to be yeah I mean, like the way the hair moves and all the way that I mean that's one of my
0: nitpicks especially when it comes to the augment I mean to the CG and the thing is it's a very small nitpick but there are times when the face mapping doesn't look quite right
2: it, it does feel a little bit floaty
0: yeah, you know, like the basically how the chins don't really match up sometimes when you, mm. you it's quite obvious that they
1: That's more like a detail thing. I yeah,
0: maybe it's a, it's a small nitpick. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't it, like use it.
2: Yeah, and it's most egregious with uh Patrick Wilson
0: as uh Ocean Master. No, I would think it'd be more with Dolph Lundgren because the way he his... Well wow, he has
2: such a defined chin, it's not too hard to map him.
0: <laughs> no, but that's the problem, because he has such a defined chin, like sometimes it really looks like his face is shifting when he's talking. Mm, yeah. So it's yeah, like it does, it's it even more obvious with Dolph Lundgren compared to Patrick. Whereas patrick wilson i mean they did the smart choice of tying his hair up most of the time yeah so it's very minimal hair movement and then like you have the extreme end of jason Momoa where his hair is just all over the place like even his beard is doing a weird floaty (laughs) thing and it's got like two separate prongs and i'm like looking at that and i'm thinking to myself like there's a lot of money spent here (laughs) oh yeah so they really want this investment to work out apparently but i mean i would say this right some of the best underwater scenes ever i can't think of another situation or film where like you know what? I buy it. I buy the way these people act and behave underwater. Yeah. Even Willem Dafoe looks like a human being for some reason. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's hard. He's normal looking this like, time around. You have to
2: spend CGI in just normal movies to make him look human.
0: Well, <laughs> like, he kind of looked weird when they young them up for the training montage.
2: Well, yeah, but that's because, like, even as a young man, Willem Dafoe was. He was destined to play Green Goblin.
0: True. <laughs> I would
1: agree with that Yeah, it must be the eyes. Yeah. No, it's, it's not, not the, the eyes. It's, it's the smile. <laughs> the smile. Yeah, the smile. It's the pointed yeah, yeah. chin
2: and the crooked nose. Like he looks like An actual like. He would creature. be the
0: perfect person to play sixty Satan, <laughs> if you think yeah, about it. But okay, let's not rag on Mr. Willem Dafoe, who is a fine actor, brilliant actor, yeah, yeah. brilliant he actor. He played his role
1: just fine, you know. And
0: yeah. it's nice to see, like you know, him hop over from Marvel to the D- to the DC. I mm-hmm. mean, from yeah. the Sony to the DC. Like, his last uh, appearance as a comic book character was basically as the gr- original Green Goblin yeah. to James Franco's Green Goblin, which, yeah. eh, you know, hit and miss with that one. But,
2: hey, it was better than a Topher Grace Venom.
1: Yeah.
0: Way better than What's-His-Face as Green Goblin in the Garfield ones. Oh, uh, Day Dahan. Mm. Han. Dahan. Uh, yes. I uh, mean, that
2: was um, such a disappointing thing, Like, because I had so much hope for him in Chronicle. And he's done nothing but shit the bed since.
0: How dare you? Valerian was awful too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was agreeing with you all yeah. of a sudden. Uh, Dane Dahan is actually 40 years old. Oh
2: my... Yeah, he's so <laughs> old. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. People don't know that about him. Okay, leave Dane Dahan alone. The <laughs> De- <laughs> De- De- Lone. <laughs> De- lone. <laughs> okay, but how about this? Uh, let's talk about... Um, what you guys liked especially about this version of Aquaman because like what I mentioned earlier was basically uh, this is a movie that actually turned me into an Aquaman fan and it hit all the right check boxes in a way. I, I think what really worked is
2: just everything about Jason Momoa's uh, his charisma really helps and also that he's still kind of mopey in some ways but in a believable kind of way. And it's not the, his defining character. He's still able to have yeah. fun and, uh, you know. He's still the
1: dude, bro, that we love. He's still
2: the, the dude, bro, dude, bro. But whenever, like, they mention, uh, listen, about your Atlantean heritage, I don't fucking care. They kill my mother. Fuck off. It's like, okay, sure. And mm. I could totally buy that because that's how a lot of people deal with trauma. They just, you know, segment it and leave it the fuck alone.
1: I just like the fact that it's just under shame to actually just be. A comic book film through and through which is what DC what this is what which is what the DCEU universe should have been in the first place like just colorful fun like the 10 minutes of uh, just like the last few 10 minutes of Justice League this is basically just a full-blown action tour the force through and through Hmm. I mean colorful lovely CGI especially like especially with the Patrick Wilson fight um, the few scenes before that, like the submarine scene as well at the start, oh, yeah. that was pretty cool too. And that little fight scene in uh, Italy, in Italy little yeah, little fight when scene. Like, Black Manta came out. one
2: of yeah. the best rooftop chases since the Third Born movie.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that yeah, yeah. it's just well and done I say, so Like the I also liked uh, the
2: Black Manta's origin story. Mm, yeah. uh, they don't make it too tragic like he was already a piece of shit pirate to begin with yep.
1: Yeah, but at least he gives that humanity in a way like, you know, like with his dad and everything like oh you're just driven by vengeance which is I guess that was what the original Black Manta was right yeah.
0: yeah I also like the fact that it also kind of defined uh, Aquaman's stance in life and basically you no know, you kill people I don't need to help you yeah, you know I mean he doesn't need to be the all-saving all-forgiving kind of superhero that a lot of the DC characters kind of need to fall which into which is
2: a reflection of what the sea is the sea is unforgiving like, true that I yeah. don't treat it with respect and it will fuck you up like you know that is they're adding a rougher tone to what
0: Aquaman is which I mean like compared to somebody like, I mean I think to me that felt like a reaction to uh, Henry Cavill's Superman where he yeah. outright kills Zod yeah where there is no sense of remorse that you've truly fully believe whereas uh, they painted Jason Momoa's uh, like Arthur Curry as the kind of guy who's like no I don't have remorse for you you're an asshole yeah you know yeah. what I mean
1: you've been doing you've been doing this pirating business for so much so yeah, I mean like you reap what
0: you've him. sown I, like you know go fuck yourselves yeah right? I
1: mean yeah, like, which is fair I'm surprised yeah. you didn't go like
2: you just tried to kill me and you're asking for my help
0: mm, yeah exactly like,
2: where'd you get off
0: <laughs> but then again Wonder Woman would have helped
2: well, yeah, but, you know... But she's Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah she but, also coos at every small child she
0: sees. Oh, a baby! Because I'm a woman. A Wonder Woman. Anyway, <laughs> um, I would also say... I mean, one thing I want to kind of bring up, especially about the, the main character, Aquaman, is compared to all the other protagonists in the DCEU, is basically he was the only one that was written with a sense of agency. Oh, yeah. He, he is the only one whose purpose is not only very well defined, but also provided the nice logical steps to like basically in order for you to fully be the Aquaman you gotta get the Trident and it didn't feel like a side story or a fetch quest it felt like part of his growth because and also
2: you that they needed because he tried to fight with his existing trident and got his ass handed to him mm-hmm. so then he went uh, yeah, okay like yeah, yeah I do need this trident yeah, I
0: mean like a lot of people will probably complain that this is the hero's journey all over again where you need to get the thing with the mentor mm-hmm. to do the thing but and also he the same... had
2: the longest refusal of the call I've seen in movies
0: and I wouldn't even say it's the longest but also the most realistic because yeah. the thing is he is uh, amidst all superhero tropes he rejects destiny yeah like compared to other superheroes was basically oh you gotta be a nice guy you gotta do the right thing where he basically no I don't which yeah. is very much akin to the 90s Aquaman comics where basically they turned him into a bit of a kind of a grouchy guy <laughs> 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 where he was like like I mean one of my favourite things about this is
1: the one where he had the trident for where hand he had right? the trident With for a hand mustache With, yeah. beard.
0: Because like there was this uh, very, there was this moment in like that era of Aquaman where like somebody sees Aquaman eating sushi <laughs> and then basically they say, hey, aren't you Aquaman? Aren't you supposed to be friends with fish? I was like, no, no, no. I control them, but I still eat them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I was very much afraid that they would try to make Aquaman too much of uh, like a pastiche of all the varied like all the different versions mm-hmm. and then it becomes very undecided which is what happened with man of steel yeah where it's like okay we got to be kind of happy kind of uh hopeful superman but at the same time i'm dark and moody too which yeah. didn't make any sense whereas with
1: didn't work for the character it didn't work character. at all yeah, yeah. Like,
0: no because it worked with batman it doesn't work with superman and then you have uh, aquaman where they decided to no he's not depressed no he's not a guy who is like you know kind of moving over the death of a loved one i mean he's dad's still around he thinks his mom's passed away but you know then again he's i mean he's basically you know single child and at the end of the day it's like it's not because he has a sense of purpose but more so like no no no, you gotta do this aquaman because you need to help people and then it just kind of channels into his own inner good Mm. like he didn't want to do it because he was told to or because he was forced to it's because he just cares about people he cares about the land
2: yeah yeah it's like when he saw what uh, that way of to just his fishing village it's like okay I'm gonna do this yeah. but I'm still not gonna be your king because I don't want that responsibility I'm just doing it like for me and mine.
0: and I would say that there's also a reflection on the script because basically they give him a sense of self-worth that you don't see with the other characters mm. whereas you see something like Batman is like oh look at all these uh, buildings coming down I'm gonna kill Superman like that's your logical next step yeah. into solving this problem or when you have something like, like even say like Superman, where basically uh, Pa Kent is like, uh, oh, don't save me from this tornado. Okay, we can't, I won't. We can't show you, we can't show the world your powers, and then he's like,
1: uh, uh, I he just puts his hands out,
0: and, and then like he gets like swept away, and then like you know he just like dad, and he's like no, no, just
2: go and save him. Yeah, or and Wonder then. Woman who has most of her agency taken away by the first men she
0: meets. Oh, I hated that movie so much. It just doesn't. And I would say this, like, I mean, that would be a. <laughs> that's the, the the reference right there because whoever wrote this Aquaman uh, movie I think it was James one plus like six yeah. other guys.
2: I think it was actually not that huge a writing team but it was definitely maybe there was a couple Uh, of people
1: let's see there's a guy named David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick who did the the screenplay and Will Bill. yeah
0: but I know the story was basically kind of uh, spearheaded by Jeff Johns right Jeff Johns is like
1: oh oh Jeff Johns yes the guy who did the jail a lot of the JLA stuff back in the day right yeah
0: I mean he's the best guy because he's got nothing I mean he used to run DC Mm. yeah
1: he can juggle a lot of superheroes that's for sure stories and everything yeah
0: and I think that was essential to like you no, you you can't have Zack Snyder write a Superman story, yeah, but oh, if you have not. a Jeff Johns who's been writing all these characters and is very much aware of all the different threads and all the
1: different like you know connections and how they work, how they understand yeah. like each different is different in their own special way.
0: And I think I think that's what Warner Brothers needs to do because they they technically do own DC Comics. Like don't hire the Hollywood guys, hire the DC guys
1: hire the guys who wrote that damn thing in the first you place you don't need
0: to pay them more you kind of pay them already yeah <laughs> you know I mean sad to say but Jeff Johns des- uh, definitely deserves all the money for this because you know like he is a talent that we will not see for a while and it's nice to know that you know he is finally reached there but um, also at the same time uh, I love the side characters yeah. I love that how um, the villain isn't one note at all yeah I mean even though he has a one note purpose he himself he's nice and layered uh, he's got this yeah.
2: singular in purpose, but it's not his only defining characteristic. And you do buy moments where, when he thinks that his wife is dead, he generally looks sad. Mm. And but it's the same kind of sadness that, hey, Infinity War reference again, where Thanos felt when he killed Gamora.
0: Yeah, mm, right, but right. I also say that. Um, um, the Ocean Master so goofy but I love yeah, it I know it's,
1: I keep hearing it a lot I, hey, yeah I for getting the original
2: yeah. mask as well for the final fight
0: oh man that looks yeah, yeah, so it's the same awesome mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: no but I would say awesomely comic- comical and silly at the same no, time but I,
0: I love that moment where he and Arthur Curry are actually facing off and then you see Arthur Curry say like oh uh, I, I reject your kingdom because you killed my mother and he says I reject you because you're the reason my our mother died hmm and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, he's not a one note character. He. His. Uh, like, the, the source of his hate is looking right at him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, I was very keen to see the two of them face off, you know, because it didn't feel as inconsequential as, say, Superman versus. Uh, Doomsday. Zord. Oh, Doomsday. Doomsday, yeah, yeah. Zod. Maybe he has his reasons because he wants revenge against his father,
2: but and also because yeah. you know Michael
0: Shannon always adds a little bit of dimension. He has and a bit. Of, he, be, he is more Michael Shannon than Nicholas Cage than Nicholas Cage. Like <laughs> yes. they're in that very <laughs> special niche of actor where it's like if I don't know what emotion to feel, I start shouting! <laughs> it goes from low-key
1: all the way to shouting. It
0: doesn't yeah. go from low-key to shout. It, That He's only got two switches. He goes it's, from shouts to shouting harder.
1: <laughs> it's either, I'm very... I will find him.
0: I'm, I will find Like, him. there's... no oh, there's... Wow, there's no analog there. Huh? It's mm-hmm. just, you know, <laughs> like, normal and... He's a digital very man. He's, yes. Uh, but also, I enjoyed... Also, Amber Heard yep. as Princess Mary like, as someone who uh, uh, Mera, I Mera, had yep.
2: written off as someone who just be in B movies, like, mm. she did a very good job, yeah. and hey, she She's looks really cool. fine with red hair.
0: God damn you! Of oh, course, yeah. of course. Yeah. I have a I have a, I have a red I have a red thing. Yeah, and I, ever since yeah. Jessica
1: Rabbit, also, <laughs> I like that. At least this one. At least uh, Amber yeah. is a bit more. she has
2: all the yeah. like, you know the, the uh, dignified uh, grace that you would expect from a princess, which she is. Also, she has like nice goofy moments, like uh, the scene in Italy where. She's given roses. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah my my favourite goofy moment from uh, Princess Mera. Well, she, she's a princess, definitely, right? She's the daughter uh, of the king. Yeah. Daughter of, uh, yeah. Yeah. yes. Daughter of Dolph Lundgren. Of Pink L- yeah. Lundgren. Can we just call him Dolphin Lundgren for yeah, the sake please. of this show? Yeah, Dolphin Lundgren, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you, we boys. We should, we should. No, but I would say my, my, my favourite goofy uh, Princess Mera moment is like when uh, Aquaman and her are trying to escape like the the guards and it like we got two bogeys on our six and she's like what does that mean behind us why did you say that why did you just say that and it's like oh yeah she's no, from another world when they yeah. when they escape,
1: underwater they
0: don't know this
2: lingo, best callback when they escape by the well it's just look in Pinocchio like, Pinocchio yeah trust me Pinocchio and then she finds the book She said oh yeah your plan was based on a children's book. Oh I didn't know it was a book. How but, about that? But I also like
0: I saw the movie. I, I like Jason Momoa's response like, There's a book? I just saw the movie. It's like, Oh yeah, he's also a millennial, I guess. Yeah. Or when, Maybe?
2: when they've taken the boat off the system, he's like, Did you see this boat? So they're not public property. Mm. No. I mean, I knows love this. that. I love
0: cute moments like that. But <laughs> yeah.
1: I will
2: also say this, right? And she's like playing a fucking it's... flute while she's waiting for him to wake up.
1: It, it's lovely. It's lovely chemistry, that's for sure. And yeah, Dialogue, not, I mean, it would... feels like a
2: Greek epic in a way in those parts, Wait, because because, because Greek epics do have those slightly like moments which to us don't make sense because we've lost all of the context. Hmm. So they seem kind of like goofy and weird, but. It would make sense to you know that uh, culture.
0: That was all for Placer. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, but I would say also at the same time, um yeah, I know it's a very unfair comparison because I buy their romance more than I buy Superman and Lewis Lane.
1: Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not saying much for because the Because it was literally
0: in the second movie, they're a couple now. Why is he in the bathtub? Whereas in this one, you see them kind of like react to each other and then at first, they're a little bit rough around the edges. Yeah,
2: although like her shift to liking him seemed to happen very quickly in Sicily. It's like... Italy has this magical ability to just like make women horny when they enter.
0: But you also have to understand. It, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. Oh, but when, if Jason Momoa gives you flowers, how can you not be Spellbouncer?
1: Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> I would fall for that.
0: Dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would have him mount me as the stallion of the world. <laughs> <laughs> sure. you am going to do that joke again.
2: <laughs> yes. I, I, I was would... waiting to bring that in somewhere.
0: Sure. Mount me like Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> yeah. <huh>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Jason Momoa. I don't think he can be a true romantic lead in a sense like I don't see him in a romantic comedy well, but no. I do see him as the heroic swashbuckling type like I would have him do the next Mummy movie like
1: your, like your Errol Flynn of this generation yeah, what,
0: is it? what's cool about him is that apparently they're
2: trying to greenlight the sequel and he's trying to pitch uh, the story so it's showing that he's generally invested well, I mean take it as it will it'll probably be shifted but it shows that he is invested in the character he's playing I see. Which, eh,
1: that's, that's I
2: good mean, news. Yeah. I, characters are better when the people playing them like who they're playing.
0: I I would tend to agree with that too sometimes. Sometimes, because sometimes. I mean,
2: sometimes they feel a bit too attached to it and can start making weird decisions. And then
0: sometimes you have Channing Tatum really wanting to play Gambit, and I don't see that at all. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it totally depends because you also have to understand that Jason Momoa, for the longest time, campaigned to be the next Crow, and I don't see oh, that fuck at no. all. So, no, no, no. it's nice to know that he found a franchise, seeing as how he got very killed off in the biggest franchise of all time, very early on. Yeah, well, in... that's yeah. what the books say. Like, Well, he was a one-note character. Yeah.
1: True, but, but okay. Um... But I'm glad that he found his true calling, becoming the Aquaman. So.
0: Becoming the Aquaman as his true calling?
1: Yeah, I guess so, <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's this pretty damn entertaining Aquaman in this friggin' film. Yeah. Compared... I don't know, reading the comics back again, like I said... The only Aquaman I kind of like to read about is still Aqualad, the 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 that Calderon version, yeah. And then seeing this one, it's like, hey, it's a different take on Aquaman. Dude, bro, yeah, sure, but it actually fits in making things a little different and not making him like a goodie-two-shoe that he was, you know, or in that sense. Hmm. He's still got that whole possessive thing going on where he's kind of like, okay, I only care about helping my friends and all that, but... Finding your true calling and all that, yeah, that, you, that's some, that's a story that you kind of have to explore in the movie and it did so really well. I
0: think also, like, what this movie definitely uh, celebrates is just how goofy he is because, I mean, for a yeah. lot of people, their only understanding of Aquaman is basically the Super Friends version. Oh,
2: yeah. Like, when he's yeah. just... Just so pathetic.
0: Unless we're fighting over water, we won't call him. <laughs> yeah. It's
2: got, like, he's just like there's that uh, family guy uh, sketch where someone's being beaten up on the beach and he's just standing in the water like hey when you come in here I'll give you what for
1: <laughs> and after watching the climactic battle at the end of the film I don't think I can make fun of Aquaman's powers anymore Dude.
2: when you can literally call a mini Cth- uh, Cthulhu
1: <laughs> a mini Cthulhu and all the fish in the entire world I mean like if you wanted to yeah. I mean the
0: running joke with Aquaman is basically like oh what is it? What, are you, what can he do he's only got the power of fish and then you actually see the power of Fish. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like,
2: like you'll never look at narwhals the same way again
0: <laughs> actually i've always known they were like scary and now they're pretty <laughs> scary and now that you, yeah. just be confirmed you know what like imagine him just hurling nothing but like entire battalions on like uh, marlins at you Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know because the thing is like uh, narwhals don't move as fast
2: that's true. They're not very streamlined.
0: Yeah, you know, swordfish, oof. <laughs> they, mm. they will Welsh. fuck up a guy. No, but yeah, definitely yes. that's it because the thing is, um, Aquaman not only embraces the goofiness but celebrates it. I mean, that final scene of Aquaman, king of the seven seas sitting atop the Kravartan the Kravaten. the most powerful being on earth the Kraken whatever
1: voiced by Julie Andrews v- by Sister
0: Maria herself by Mary <laughs> yep. Poppins herself yeah <laughs> yes okay <laughs> him writing that out just, of
2: context yes I writing Julie Andrews was the best part of the movie yes it was the best yeah, part of the movie yeah.
0: watching them penetrate through the earth's core and decimating an entire ocean like master crushing army
2: john rice davis on the way
0: yes poor john rice davis very unrecognizable in his crap costume
1: yeah <laughs> with his crap mecha army and then like basically he
0: wasn't in costume that's him that's what he <laughs> that's, looks like oh that's, that's actually what he looks like <laughs> that's actually what he looks like
2: <laughs> So, I me, they have to put in so much uh, prosthetics just to make him look
0: I mean like, like that uh, beard alone I mean like you know I also, I just want to bring up the fact that the world
1: building that they did in Aquaman. Oh yeah, you know? like
2: all of the Seven Seas all look so distinct
1: and... Yeah, just setting the stage and setting the narrative off. Yeah, although, of I'm kind of disappointed
2: world. that Atlantis and Zebel look so similar. What do you mean? Zebel is uh, the Lundgren, um like kingdom.
0: Because they're the, the more humanoid ones, I guess. Yeah, and
1: but... Just, the military yeah. army... Because
2: you have like two kind of humanoid and then fish people, crab people and cthulhu light monsters like huh the trench my 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 favorite of all the
0: seven seas was those guys
2: yeah they look like uh, some of the characters from darkest dungeon
1: it kind of reminds me of dark knight metal it was fleshier i don't know like when you look at the batman of the evil dark universe except minions i would say evil merman evil merman yeah
0: i would say the best evil merman since the castlevania games oh uh, okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> you know what good point, good point. the Castlevania TV show needs more evil mermen for some <laughs> reason <laughs> 0 to 10 it needs more merpeople we need them to fight in a moat somehow oh yeah I mean the, the costume design the fact that they embrace the traditional Aquaman colors yeah
2: and it doesn't look well it doesn't look awesome but it doesn't look stupid
0: I would say unashamedly
2: yeah it's, it's the kind of thing where if you're gonna get someone to sell that color scheme which is, in every sense of fashion, not one that you do, you would get a beef pig like just Mamboa to do it.
0: I would say this also, like, if you want people to take the colour scheme or the character seriously, you don't need a serious movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just need a character that, you know, you can get behind, but also at the same time, like, you know, I mean, it's all just suspension of disbelief. And as long as they're having fun, you will have fun with them too. I mean, I would say this, right, like, the easiest way to maybe do a superhero show is to write it like a wrestling show. Yeah, and they absolutely
2: do that. Yeah. Like, this is absolute. You could buy that they would just be in character like this for the rest of the year. <laughs> Man. Like, I can imagine Jason Momoa just having a trident from every future press interview. Do you
0: know yeah. what I like about Jason Momoa? The way he photobombs the other JLA guys. Oh, yeah. Have like, you seen his oh. Instagram? It's hilarious. Yeah,
2: he's got one of the best Instagram uh, posts. Play- <laughs> Christmas. Oh I gotta
1: see this yeah, later.
0: Basically there's like Moments when Henry Cavill Is answering red carpet questions And, and he's just Momoa, like In the background Just like looming and He's just about to like Tackle him <laughs> Because he doesn't get It's her.
2: a great meme picture
0: Yeah And also at the same time um, Okay you know what We forgot to mention Nicole Kidman's in this movie eh. <laughs> eh, she's
2: she was- <laughs> Okay. She's fine Okay I found her Dialogue to be A bit too verbose yeah, but, like, but she is expository. She's expository, but yeah, near yeah. the end when they're going full-on, like, high Game of
0: Thrones. But I love both my sons.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, please. Okay, yeah. Nice way to subvert expectations about conflict resolution, but still. Shut up, woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, want to, I wanted to see Patrick Wilson thrown into the Spinny Blade things. Uh-huh. That was, like, the worst, like
0: you know, not following Chekhov's gun. I would say this, like, Nicole Kidman is literally cashing a check right here. Oh, for sure. But then again... But I, she had a great fight scene. She's supposed to be a side maybe. character anyways. So there you, you know, go. it's not her, right? Not I know right. it's a stunt <laughs> level, but... But okay, sure, yeah. yeah. Suspension of disbelief again. Yeah, exactly. yeah Nicole Kidman's yeah, fight yeah. scene. Awesome. <laughs> I could literally see the guy when the hair flings out of the way. It's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, uh, very imaginative uh, camera placement and angles, James won, especially with the fight scenes.
1: Yeah, I like I like the... Yeah, from, from the start to the finish, yeah. I think, I mean... Uh, uh,
2: in the submarine where he does probably the most aggressive dutch tilt ever, which just does a full 90 degrees as someone slams into the side of the submarine.
0: I enjoyed it a lot because I would say... Uh, when it comes to fight scenes especially right uh the one problem a lot of people have is basically their inability to establish proper geography Mm. and then basically the the way around that is to just shoot wide and then have the entire room be visible so you can see where the people are and then james one is like what i want to definitely give him credit is definitely instead of uh you know having their living room be the size of probably like the small tennis court is like no no it's a small living room but we can put a camera in every fucking corner. And it's like, that is pretty imaginative. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, and remember, having this
2: is the guy who helped write Saw. He knows how to use small spaces effectively.
0: Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Single camera movie, though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I would say this, like, uh, James Bond... But with a bigger budget, yeah. Just put the cameras for your best ca- action scenes and, you know, cutting in and everything. You
0: know what? Yeah, I would definitely like to see more James Bond action movies now. Because, like, I think I'm going to get far more of them now
1: yeah you, you kind of convinced me to go back and watch uh, Fast and Furious 7 I'm again,
0: not so. gonna watch Fast 7 again <laughs> though I do might want to watch The Conjuring 1 again I kind of enjoyed that movie for what it was yeah.
1: Was I mean like I like to see Malaysia Bole. <laughs> well he's actually Australian <laughs> I know but still he was You, you like, still you know want to does... claim him but He that's... doesn't yeah. claim you anymore That's sir. just how
2: desperate yeah, Malaysians know. are to claim some kind of <laughs> You
0: can't have Chendol <laughs> and you can't have James Wan Sir No we have Chendol It's fine
1: We <laughs> yeah, have Oh people got so salty about Chendol Spinang dude <laughs> so, No Chendol Nasi lemak, Roti Chennai Or Prata For you guys <laughs>
0: You call it Roti Chennai so I'm claiming, pretty sure yeah. the people of Chennai will argue with you. Sure Sure, you can have chin. Not the
1: first time Singapore cleans a lot of shit too, so there you go. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. That, that's, a, that's another Well, we, we still have 90. the Merlion, so there. Okay. Yes. The most we, majestic you, you, of all creatures of the sea. The city. most majestic, fictional creatures. Board, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's only a model.
1: <laughs> it is a cool-looking monster, though. Yeah. Yeah. It should
0: have been in the Aquaman movie. I would, yeah, it should I would have, have been, loved yeah. to see Jason Momoa. They, Ride right, a merlion.
1: Considering
2: the, it was the Singapore team of ILM who did most of the underwater shots, I'm not so I'm surprised. That there's probably
0: no, like... one in the fight scene if you just yeah. pause at the right moment. I... If you squint. Yeah. I put a merlion in it. Why? Right, because I Yeah, not just,
2: just in the corner, just like rare. <laughs> <laughs> is the Mer-
0: is the merlion who gets wiped up by the giant crab? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, boys, any other nitpicks or anything else you want to bring up about the Aquaman? Uh I
2: mean. Yeah. Uh, being nope. the kid who loved dinosaurs, I loved that they had a Mosasaur uh, as the mount for um, Ocean Master. Mm-hmm. And it being utterly wiped out by fish. It's cool.
1: <laughs> all the fish, sir. yeah.
2: Literally <laughs> all the fish.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the film is what it is. A very fun, action packed superhero film that, you know, just follows the correct threads. And, you know, there's a lot of agency involved with this, which is fine. Because you really need to care about your superheroes in the first place. And. I really do like, enjoy watching Jason Momoa go through the struts, go through the motions mm-hmm. as Aquaman slash Arthur Curry as well as interacting with his dad especially with Mera, mm. you know, like the whole oh, those two have
2: on. great chemistry and probably the hottest uh, first kiss in a movie in a while. Uh. He like, full on grabs her ass While they, like he's pulling her in For a kiss
0: Dude He is called Drogo Oh yeah He does what he wants It's like
2: You don't even need to imagine How he would smash that afterwards
0: You know what I've been so Emasculated Watching him On top of a sea lion Still it's like <laughs> This guy is just too epic You know what I mean <laughs> Like when you, when you see him Ride a horse You're like thinking Like Man this guy is just too manly When you see him in Aquaman He's like riding Like a giant sea lion He's like Even that looks manly God damn it Yeah Jason Momoa, stop being so. Yeah. So you're telling me that
2: we need to cast him as the sequel to the Tooth Fairy.
0: Tooth Fairy, no.
1: Leave him alone. Why? 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 Why would you suggest that? I because would, the no. last
2: like super manly man was uh, Dwayne Johnson, and they made him the Tooth Fairy. Well, they did. They did
0: it with yeah. like. He's a He's a paycheck. I they guess. did it with Arnold Schwarzenegger as well. Oh, true. I would say I would cast Jason Momoa in the Commando reboot that we're all asking for. Are we?
1: Yes. Is there going to be a Commando? No, no, no. Reboot? that's what
0: I'm thinking I... right now. Like what would what if I had money and if I had Jason Momoa signed on, what would I do? I would redo Commando and give him even dumber lines because <laughs> he's just got that much charisma. Some steam. <laughs> like imagine him saying uh, Schwarzenegger's line, uh, I thought you were going to kill me last. I lied. And he says it like, "Dude,
1: I like you, Sully. Like, this is why I'm going to kill you last. Uh, I
0: like you, Sully. That's why I'm going to kill last." And then they're like, "I thought you're going to kill me last." And he's like, "Bro, I lied. a And he's like, "Oh, he's so charming with that <laughs> little
2: smirk and the slightly like off kilter eyes that he has." Like he
0: literally just flings him. He doesn't drop him. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, they should have used him in the new Predator movie.
0: No, Le- the new Predator movie shouldn't have been made at all. Yeah. Okay. Period. At all. Yeah. You know what? He would be the perfect antagonist to Creed. I want to see that. But they're not the same weight class. Shit, (laughs) we have to to bulk up one of them. Someone has to 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 bulk up, or someone has to get skinny. Somebody has. I don't want to see Jason moore lean down. I would like to see Michael B. Jordan inflate to the point where his head doesn't make sense anymore. But he's almost (laughs) there already. Well, he is almost there already. But like uh, you know, when he was Killmonger, yeah, that fucking
2: triangle of meat.
0: that is a soundbite right there i <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just saying a fucking triangle of meat <laughs> oh gosh so uh boys final thoughts on the Aquaman uh, best
2: stupid fun I've had in quite a while where it was it wasn't trying to be stupid fun well it was but it was being unashamed so you come all the way back around again and you respect it so it's a good yeah. 7 out of 10 for me
1: it's still hard to keep a straight face whenever Patrick Wilson calls the Ocean Master, but whatever, it's still fun. I'm gonna to follow Tom's rating here, 7 out of 10. Really good stuff. I enjoyed it Bluff,
0: thoroughly yeah. and I highly recommend it. I'll definitely give it a 5 upon 10. There we go. There
1: we go. Please
0: watch comment. It is the most fun you'll have during the Christmas season until
1: Shazam pops up next year.
0: <laughs> or, you know what, we're gonna be entering it.
1: The... If they follow that same sca- uh, structure and tone, you know, the whole comedic. I think that's what they're, they're going for, for, yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Yeah.
0: I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure all these Warner Brothers executives are kind of worried about their money right now. So they better just, you know, do movies that people want.
1: Exactly. Make better decisions, basically. True,
0: and right. hey, if
2: our command does well, we'll be seeing more of this. And that's a positive. Because I want to see what happens
0: with Black Manta. I'm very curious. Yeah. Yeah, same here. So, uh, boys, shall we call it a day?
2: Uh, yeah, so this has been uh, the
0: Ocean Master eccentric Tom.
1: This is a Kraken Mr. Toffee headed up.
0: <laughs> and this is the multi tentacled Shafiq <laughs> signing off. Goodbye.
2: Yeah.